star. What's good, everybody? Welcome in to Driving the Line, your sports and sports betting brand of record. I'm your boy, the coach. I just kind of drive this train down the track. We are here every single weekday. It feels like we've been here forever. This is only day four. So I need you to do me a favor. I need you to subscribe to this incredible YouTube channel. I need you to like the show. Every time you come into the chat, hit that like button. Make it a habit. And then share it with all your friends. Tell all your friends, you want to be included? You want to be listened to? You want to be valued right here at Driving the Line. Now, we never hide from anything every single day. We're going to tell you how we did from the day before. Uh, yesterday, it was technically profitable, sort of. We had a bunch of green check marks. We had some X's, too. I was one in one. One of my plays, unfortunately, I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, the Jazz game was postponed. Um, a Golden State Warriors assistant coach, unfortunately, had a heart attack in a restaurant on Tuesday and passed away yesterday. So uh, certainly sending our thoughts out to the Golden State Warriors uh, as they have to deal with the situation, and it's never, ever, ever uh, easy. So with that being said, shout out to the good folks over at Clear Golf. Sent me a nice little care package. And you know what the little note in there said? They said, Coach, would love it if you could wear it on driving the line. Oh, so they've been watching very early on. Shout out, Clear Golf. Would love for you guys to come on board. Now, let's bring in the stars of the show. Because you know them. You love them. And today I got my absolute rock stars here. My five-tool player, AB, is here. Coach Phil is here. And look at the man looking like a million dollars this morning. The legend, Howie Schwab. Howie, good morning, sir. Good morning, Coach. I tell you what, another good day. Last night was a little rough, but... Uh... It's okay. You come back and get back on the bike. AB, go. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're you're on mute. I did it. All right. I'm good for one a year. I'm good for one a year. Our man Howie is flexing with the Emmy right behind him. Well done on that, sir. <laughs> that was my wife's idea. My wife good said, idea. why are you putting Emmy back there? I'm like, oh. do what you want. I was... Sure, I wish I had options like that. Hey, why yeah, don't no you get Emmy behind you? Okay, well, maybe let's one day. The, yeah, let me go into the closet and just grab that that Emmy for you. We've got legends. We have Emmy winners. We have everybody. Now, let's get into it, gentlemen. We'll have basketball today. We'll have golf today. Remember, the American Express Championship. If you haven't watched Driving the Line Golf with Steve Scott, Robert Dameron, and Fast Eddie Fernandez, I encourage you to do it this morning because it's kind of weird. Three courses. And they're not teeing off till 11.30 a.m. Eastern time. I'll have three first-round uh, matchups for you a little bit later in the show. But, Phil, we got to start with you because the Dallas Cowboys continue to be the gift that just keeps on giving. So, Jerry Jones has decided he will not make a move at the top. And Mike McCarthy will be back in 2024 to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I've seen a lot of reaction, a lot of different opinions. But let me come to you. What are your thoughts? I think it shows you that that Jerry Jones is a patient owner and he and he's given Dave Campo, you know, he's given Chan Gailey time and he's giving Mike McCarthy another year. I think that a lot of people are reacting, you know, saying, oh, he should have been fired. You know, well, you don't own the team. And if you do, you know, you scratch up $10 billion in your couch because you can make a decision. <laughs> All right. That's the reality of it. I think this also goes to show you that Mike McCarthy is a good person to work with. Jerry Jones appreciates that. His son, Steven, is the GM. Continuity is important to him, and they're getting another year. Here's the deal, Howie, when based off of what, you know, 
Phil just said, because a lot of us who are not involved, and he has been in the NFL, and, and in my opinion, will be again. But a lot of people just go, oh, he got to be fired, got to be fired. I saw a lot of opinions this morning that were saying, with Bill Belichick out there, sometimes the game passes you by. Are you tired of the Bill Belichick narrative every time this comes up? Liam, because just look at this year's record. Just look what he did this year. I mean, uh, he didn't really adjust very well in a lot of these games. His offense was terrible. Mike McCarthy staying is a good move for Dallas. And I think that those people who want to get rid of him, uh, what, 12 wins wasn't enough for the regular season? They had a bad game. Let's face it. Green Bay outplayed them. Love was brilliant. That's that. Now moving forward, would you have had a better coach than Mike McCarthy? Changing things around? Uh, making adjustments? No. You had things that worked this year. So stick with it. Good move. Lynch Drew said Jerry wants a coach that he can control. He wants a yes man. He's always wanted that five playoff wins since 1997. No NFC championships. But sometimes, A.B., you got to look at the players. And when I watched Dak Prescott play in the playoffs, the look on his face after the pick six, the interception, it looks like the moment is too big for him. Sometimes it's about the players stepping up in these playoff games. This is the National Football League. The, the players have to carry some of this burden, too. It's not on the coaches. And I'm glad that they kept Mike McCarthy. Uh, you know, you look across the league at coaches and teams that lost, say, an offensive coordinator, and the play calling got worse. The scoring got worse. Dallas got better. Give Mike McCarthy credit. Look, they did have a bad game, and it came at the worst time. But, Coach, like you said, all right, there is an issue here with Dak Prescott and big playoff games. But also... It's the playoffs, right? Like, it, how many quarterbacks have a winning record in the playoffs? It's tough. Now, you know, some of those have Super Bowl rings, so it kind of clears that up. But, yeah, like, I, I don't put all this on the coaching staff, and I'm glad that they kept them, to be honest with you. I think that they deserve, you know, another chance. And Jerry Jones, let me say this. He's almost built this like Vince McMahon. And the WWE, it's his family. They're running it. Then you don't know who's running it. You don't know where Vince or Jerry, where they're going to pop up. It's all, it's, it's frighteningly similar to how Vince McMahon has his business set up, which I hear that, you know, one or two things about. You just gave me a little PTSD. Uh, Zach says someone's phone is going to send Coach Phil into sensory overload. Oh, Phil's head. It is sense. I shut my phone off. I fixed the beeper thing the other day. I'm innocent. I think I'm innocent, but I, what I think we should be doing is celebrating that my man Howie is just got people hitting him left and right. Like, hey man, I know. I today. what do you got, bro? Yeah, that's let, it. Let me, put a, let me put let me put a bow on this on, on the McCarthy thing because we're talking about chess plays in the National Football League. This isn't a checkers league. So the reality is they stayed with him this year. Now, every other coach going forward with that interviews with the Cowboys in 2025 and 26 or whenever they do make a change and Mike steps down or he gets terminated, whatever, the next guy says, wow, Jerry's going to give me time to build this thing. And what do you need when you take over a new team? You need time. Some people aren't even getting a full year, getting 10 weeks and you're out the door. So just think about all these perspectives when you're talking about changing head coaches out. So if if Dan Quinn leaves, Phil, and a lot of people are saying he might be the guy in Seattle, do you think it's an issue where you got to start changing guys below Mike McCarthy, or 
changing a roster that has a ton of talent, has won 36 games the last three years, but when they get the playoffs, for some reason they can't get it done. Where would you make that change? That's an interesting question because you really can't just make wholesale changes because you had one bad game. So I'm with the Schwab on that. There's going to be some changes. And anytime you lose a coach, if, if Dan Quinn does take the Seattle job or the Tennessee job or any of these other jobs he's interviewed for, then you have to maybe make an internal hire or, or go outside and bring somebody new in and run a, a different scheme. So this is an important offseason for the Dallas Cowboys. They're the number one brand in football, and they have some tough decisions to make uh, going forward that don't have anything to do with Coach McCarthy. There you go. And Howie, real quick before we move on, when we talk about coaching changes all the time, and and obviously we are quick. I thought about this, and call me crazy, and I probably am, but if we're talking about Bill Belichick potentially still coaching in the NFL, do you know there's another coach out there that's essentially the same age that just said he doesn't want to coach because he can't do what's necessary in college. Nick Saban. Nick Saban. What do you think? Uh, Nick Saban. Well, I think it's a little different because Nick Saban has had to deal with adjustments with the transfer portal, with NIL, and the fact that the SEC is getting even crazier with Texas and Oklahoma coming in. So, uh, and in this case, Saban, it was his call. Belichick. I mean, they were terrible this year. Let's face it. And Robert Kraft, what was he going to do? Give him another year? Uh, I I think that this was not going to happen. Uh, if Belichick comes back, I mean, I've heard things. Atlanta had interest. Uh, it's going to be fantastic to, to watch for the media because it gives them something to talk about. But realistically, I think Belichick should sit out a year. That's an and, then, and then if, if people are de- when people are desperate for a coach, then come back and look at him. That's an interesting statement. What he did this year, uh, I if I were an owner, I would not want him. I'd want a younger assistant coach uh, like uh, maybe Aaron Glenn. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of good there's a lot of good cho- cho- choices out there. I sorry to cut you off. I got to get to AB and then move on. Uh, so, A.B., when you talk about younger coaches, you live in Nashville, Tennessee. There's a coach that just got fired that we said he's automatic in New England. He's automatic. But we haven't seen Mike Vrabel pop up anywhere. I am so fascinated at what and where Mike Vrabel goes. I think that he would fit great in Philly, but it doesn't look like, at least right now, that they're going to make any move on Nick Sirianni, even though that could happen as soon as we say this sentence. Mike Vrabel also... He has options here in college as well if Ohio State were to make a move, but I don't think that they do, and I don't think that he would want to go to college. But I think Mike Vrabel is the most fascinating candidate out there because he is a player's coach but also hard on his team. Like, speak to any former player. They love, love, love the guy. So I'm fascinated to see where Mike Vrabel lands. He might sit out a year if the right job isn't there because he could do media like that. Mm -hmm. The guy's funny. He's got a good personality. And also Nick Saban, speaking of Nashville, he owns a Mercedes dealership here. They just opened a Ferrari dealership right beside it. If you Google Nick Saban Ferrari, 
little insider that he might have a piece in that as well. So he's got nice things going on. Very interesting inside information. It's about 10, 12 a.m., 7, 12 out here on the West Coast. This is Driving the Line. I encourage you to be here every single weekday. And then when we get to the football season, we will add the weekends as necessary. Also, primetime shows this coming weekend. We will have shows on Saturday at 3.30 Eastern time and Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern time, an hour right before both of the first divisional games start. Now, Phil, with that being said, it's never too early because it's Thursday. It's never too early to start looking forward to some players that we want the universe to start watching, start doing a little bit of homework. So when we talk about props, we know where we are going. So let's start with the first game on Saturday, Texans. And the Ravens. Give me a couple of players that maybe are a little bit off the radar that you're looking at. Yeah, so so Nico Nico Collins is a player for me who's a big physical guy who's ascending at the right time. He's catching the ball well. He's playing an extreme amount of confidence. So for me, Nico Collins, the big body receiver out of Michigan. Let's go with him this week. I think he's gonna have a big game. Switching over to the Baltimore Ravens. I'm talking about Isaiah Likely. I know Mark Andrews is scheduled to come back. He'll probably be on a pitch count, which may affect the perception of how many footballs Isaiah Likely is going to catch. But what I like about Isaiah Likely, big body, tight end, super soft hands, better run after catch than you give him credit for, and finds a way to get in the end zone. These are the two guys I'm liking in that first game. Let me come to you, Howie, because we're talking about receivers guys that need to get open and sometimes when you get into this round of the playoffs the passing stats come down but we just saw cj stroud and nico collins and that texas offense go for north of 40 how important do you think nico collins is going to be this weekend i think nico collins could be very important and if houston's going to win this game they're going to have to put up a lot of points against baltimore's tough defense i mean we're going to be seeing lamar jackson go at it and with a week off uh, he may go off to a slow start. You never know. And one thing about this game I want to mention, low scoring early. Baltimore, seven straight games, has scored a touchdown or less. So maybe they don't get off to a fast start. Maybe you look at a prop bet towards a lower scoring start. That has been interesting, A.B., maybe doing a first half under – or a first quarter under, which are always options at our good friends over at Bank MGM. What do you make about what Howie just said? Howie's absolutely correct in what he just said. Look at the Ravens. They haven't played a meaningful game in three weeks. Lamar Jackson hasn't either. The Ravens have larger things on their mind than just this game, i.e. a Super Bowl. So they just need to win the game. That's it. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be pretty. Just win the game. And the best way to do that is limit the other team from scoring. So I think Howie is spot on in regards to it because the only way that Houston wins this game is by jumping out immediately to a lead and forcing Lamar Jackson to throw over five to six yard passes, completing a ton of them, running the football, and just owning the clock. So I think that Baltimore, honestly, they're not going to be afraid to play field position, use their defense. And let's also remember this, and I pose this question back to you guys. Justin Tucker, over one and a half field goals. It feels like that's the bet of the weekend, but I ask it to you guys. What do you think? Howie? Oh, no. Howie's going to get fined. Oh, okay. Oh. No, I didn't do anything. Yeah, right. You were definitely <laughs> that was it. No, that was me. That was that me. Was, I'm innocent. Sorry. AB, uh, you pay, AB's paying the fine. 
Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, I totally agree with that. You know, if they're stopped like on the 30 yard line, they'd be happy to kick a 47 yard field goal. They'll be happy to put points on the board. So, yeah, I agree with that. It's, it's such a different mindset. AB and I'm glad you brought that up and how he agreed with it because in the in the playoffs and Dan Campbell should know this it's all about winning it's not about going for two it's not about doing you know being aggressive it's about winning the game real quick if you bet on Nico Collins last week six catches 96 yards touchdown and a 38 yard reception so you would have cashed on everything that you could have bet on for Nico Collins last week on seven targets. Now let's go to game number two, Phil. We've got the Packers and the 49ers. And candidly, I have almost as much interest in this game as I do Chiefs and Bills. I'm excited to see what Jordan Love can do. But when you went into the lab, what two names did you come out with? Yeah, so it, it was like I almost could bundle all of these receivers, like the Hulu Plus, Disney Plus, ESPN bundle, but I'm going to pick one. Romeo Dobbs, outstanding route runner, surging right now with great confidence. Jordan Love seems to have chemistry with this guy. I love what Romeo Dobbs is doing, and also Jaden Reed just put a side note there. Uh, the, the one with for San Francisco that I want to talk about is George Kittle. The reason why is Green Bay's secondary has had a really tough time guarding tight ends the entire year and George Kittle's first team all pro. So simple matchup concern right there from a defensive offensive skill perspective. Love these two picks. Howie, talk to me. What do you think about that? Too, but let's remember this. Who's getting him the ball? Brock Purdy the last two games averaging about 240 yards, two touchdowns, four interceptions. I mean, you look at it, he hasn't had a great, meaningful game in a while. So now all of a sudden, Brock Purdy has to really step up again and get his confidence back and have a big game uh, if the receivers are going to step up and do well. Do you think, A.B., the fact that Brock Purdy and the 49ers had the week off He's not a super, super veteran quarterback. We know what happened a year ago when it was an absolute disaster when he gets hurt in the first quarter and they had to play basically with a wide receiver at quarterback. But now this year, he is healthy. The 49ers are healthy. Your thoughts on this game and and, and Phil picking out those two names? Most teams in the NFL could have problems with that, especially with a younger quarterback and especially with, quite frankly, where he was drafted, positioned, et cetera. I don't think that this team is going to have any issues with that because they all know what time it is. This has been a Super Bowl team for three years now. Kyle Shanahan and the entire coaching staff, they know what time it is. That defense knows what time it is. Christian McCaffrey, I could just keep going down the list. And here's the other thing, too. What the 49ers do is not, you know, timing routes and all these things that need to come together, you know, similar to, to the Dolphins. The 49ers just line up and say, we're just going to kick your ass, right? Like, that works all the time, and they have the motivation to want to do it. So, a lot of teams and that quarterback, yeah, I'd be concerned. Not this one. Quick he basically just questions. don't lose the game. Just don't screw it up. Okay. Yeah, Phil, go. Then I got a question for you. Does those two number one seeds are a lot like an old classic Corvette. You know, it's hard to get them going early because they've taken all this time off. But once they do, these two should be the Super Bowl favorites. But it just watch the first half and see where this is headed because I've seen this many times. When people haven't played a meaningful game in a few weeks, and all of a sudden it's just clunky and one and done. I mean, it, it, not wishing that on anybody, but just watch how these games start. 
Historically, that, that's kind of what happens. Quick question from Scott. Does Coach Phil see a worry with Christian McCaffrey's calf, and what are his experiences coaching players with that same injury? Ooh, wow. Calf is a really, really tough one. Um, it feels good all the time until it doesn't. But they have wonderful training room facilities there. Uh, I did talk to Anthony Lynn a little bit last night. Um, you know, they they expect this team to be up and running 100%. So I am excited to watch this offense get going this weekend. So the calf is tough, but I think it'll be okay. Now, if you guys are wondering how we're going to do this show, normally most shows that are creative would put all the picks right at the top of the show, but we're going to have a ticker. As you can see, we're not here to surprise you. We're here to go with you. So all of our picks are at the bottom of the screen. So when we get to them, we get to them, but you can have them anytime. So with that being said, AB, I know we already have three picks for the games this weekend. It's never too early, especially in the playoffs to get those in. Talk to me. Absolutely. Hit my picks right up here on the screen for me and let's let these rip. All right, we just had it there. Go back, go back. Yeah. All right. Anyways, look, we're well, gonna work money on that line, one. three money lines. Yeah. There you go. All right. Here's what we got. That's where we go. All right. So first one: Ravens money line, 49ers money line, Lions money line. These three win the game plus 105. Now, anytime you're playing a parlay and you're going over two legs, not a big believer in saying to do that, but I think that these three teams win the game. Next, Lions money line. Each team over one and a half touchdowns at plus 135. I think the Lions score two touchdowns. I think the Bucks score two touchdowns. Also, what this does is it takes away when, when you're playing a team total per se. We don't have to worry about the extra point, banking off the side of it, going for two. Don't have to worry about it. Touchdown, that is it. Offense, defense, special teams, you name it. Last one, Bills money line over 30 and a half in the game. That's not Bills. 30 and a half. That's both teams over 30 and a half. Get that at minus 110. Those are the three. Fantastic. And we'll have plenty more bets coming up Saturday and Sunday on our weekend shows right before the games. By the way, every single time that we feel like it, we're going to celebrate the universe because you guys are the reason that we are here. Big time shout out to possibly our biggest supporter out there right now. Kevin, he says, I'm late for the party today, but I've got a good reason. I was just introduced as the new director of fund development for the Peterborough Humane Society. Hashtag moving on up. Hashtag new gig. Ladies and gentlemen, can we please give it up for Kevin McKenzie doing work and taking care. You know, at Driving the Line, our pets are everything to us. Peterborough, Ontario? I think we're, I don't know if it's Peterborough. I think it is Canada, isn't it? We have, area. Wow. we have like 9% of our audience is from Canada. So <laughs> look at Phil, look at Phil diving in the analytics. That's why I love this dude. He is always ahead of the game. Anybody at work wise, when you come to a meeting, come prepared to the meeting. And my man is good to go. Also, our man most had his kid, had his child as he well. Did. Yeah, he did. He did. Awesome. Awesome. And thank you to the chat. You guys are doing work. Congrats, Kevin. Also hit that like button for us. It really helps the show grow. And also, as we continue to roll things out, and I had a big meeting yesterday and the merch store, and I have another meeting this morning at 1030 a.m. So tomorrow we're going to run a poll because I told you that the first shirt would be I'm a member of the crew. Well, I got a little pushback from my crew. And they said, no, coach, it's got to be straight to the pay window. Another person said, no, it's got to be educate and entertain. 
So we're going to have a featured merch item every single week on the show once it launches, and it'll be ready by February 1st. So we're going to know, we're going to ask you tomorrow, which shirt would you like out first? Because you dictate everything that we do. Now, Howie, I got to come to you. Because last night, and I don't know how this happened, but the Lakers-Mavericks game started about an hour and a half earlier than a normal Lakers game out here on the West Coast. And the Lakers win 127-110. to 110. They cover blah, blah, blah. As LeBron James is running off the court, he says, sorry, guys, can't talk. I got to go watch my son play USC Arizona on ESPN. USC's terrible. They are terrible. Yeah, it's ugly. They lost by, I think, 16 last night. As we, I know you got two picks, but have you been surprised? And I know it's been a, a minute's limit that USC with him as a part of this hasn't been a little bit better. Uh, I am surprised. Right now, Collier is hurt, and that's a problem for them. He's a really good player. Uh, USC has been one of the big disappointments. UCLA got off to a slow start, but they got a big win last night over Arizona State. Arkansas has been a little bit of a disappointment, a team that was picked 14th in the AP preseason poll but has not really lived up to expectations. The thing is, Early on, you see a bunch of teams that don't live up to the hype. They have time to get it back together. Remember when Kansas won the national title in 1988? They got off to a slow start, and then Danny and the Miracles rolled. So you never know. But USC, very disappointing. Andy Enfield's team had high expectations. If you guys are wondering, there's a lot of you younger ones out there, uh, who has the most college basketball knowledge? You see that little trophy right behind him? And I say this confidently. There is nobody walking God's green earth that knows more about college basketball than my man, Howie Schwab. Nobody. Now, Howie, with that being said, I need two picks from you. Let's go. Well, after last night's craziness, and I admit last night was not great, thank God Rutgers came back from 12 down and uh, ended up giving me one win. but. Tonight I'm going with Utah over Colorado. Ben Carlson, the big star for Utah. Uh, Utah right now one and three in January. A bit of a surprise. They need this game. They need to get it together. They've won three straight meetings in this series. I'm going to say Oregon State gets blown out. The second game, Oregon-Colorado. These two teams, both explosive. Colorado, uh, five of the last six games, their games have gone over 150 for the total. I'm going to say that happens again. So we're going to go with Ducks and Buffs over 148 and a half. There's a nice little suggestion from the chat. And, Phil, I'd love your take on it because everybody knows Coach hates unders and I don't like parlays. But somebody had a suggestion saying we should have a Howie Schwab parlay called Howie's Wowies. I like things that rhyme. I like the Schwab. So anything that rhymes that, that, that includes Howard Schwab, I want all of it. Okay. That sounds like a t-shirt. We, we, we can look into that. Uh, when I see it like a Saturday, for example, where there are a ton of games to play, we, we can come up with something. Hmm. Maybe hmm. a social media exclusive for Howie's Wowie's on Saturdays. Interesting. Let me ask, just a second. I need to ask the guy in charge. 
Oh, yes, we can do that. Absolutely, we can do that. All right, real quick, my first basketball <laughs> play today. I just read that in the chat. That, these people are awesome. They're funny as hell, man. They these, are. This is what it's I, all about. I, I'm, not, I'm barely paying attention to y'all because chat. the dudes in the chat just pop. <laughs> they're right hilarious. Look, they're hilarious. Our man Cheesy's, he was he was roasting me. He's like, it looks like uh, hey, he's got a bath towel behind him. It's hilarious. <laughs> right, sorry, That's funny. All right, real quick. I've got one basketball play today, and then I'm coming over to you, A.B. I love the Jazz plus three and a half. And, yes, they didn't play last night. Their game was postponed. So they're going to be very, very fresh tonight. You know, in the NBA, you give any team two nights off or three nights off, they just play differently. And they're also a big-time scoring machine. Now they're playing against the Thunder, and the Thunder are a very good basketball team. But they're an underdog at home because the sports books just haven't caught up to how good this Jazz team has been. But they beat the Sixers, the Nuggets. The Pacers, they've been a lot of good teams during this recent run. So I like the Jazz getting three and a half, that number over at BetMGM. Let me throw it over to you, AB, because anytime you have north of 245, it almost feels like you have to play the under. Playing the under, especially for the Jazz after, quite frankly, last night. And look, we're, we're not betting off of that. Like, I'm not saying that at all, but... In sports, especially the NBA and Major League Baseball, you are on such a strict schedule, not only with the games, but travel back and forth, mm -hmm. that when anything throws you off, that generally has a slow start, especially when playing against a team that, quite frankly, really isn't all that good. So I like playing the under here. Now, let me also say that BetMGM, this line is moving quickly and it's moving down. So if you're getting it 245 and a half, 244 and a half, I still like it there. Try to grab to see if you could get 246 and a half. But again, be on the lookout for that one. Then also Kobe White here, all right, with the Chicago Bulls. He is going to be firing three pointers tonight. He's had a couple days off. The team has coming back, ready to get this thing started. And quite frankly, the last three games, he has not shot well at all. And he is way too good of a damn shooter to be missing multiple games in terms of zero threes, one three, oh for five, one for six. No, it's not happening. He is going to be drilling from downtown tonight. Mm, I like that a lot. Chip, it says, Coach, who is your MMA guy? <clears throat> Working on that as we speak. Now, Howie Wowie's. You got something, Phil? Uh, I'm just telling you right now, if you think that uh, football is something that MMA, uh, uh, there's no question. I'm all over the Sean Strickland, Drake's Duplessis fight this weekend. Not a great card. Don't even start with me about MMA. You know this, Coach. You all know this. All right. You know, I might I love it. I'm ready wow. to roll. And I was just clearing my throat. I, I wasn't I wasn't even doing anything right there. Now we it we sounds like Phil's gonna be fighting this weekend, which I put my money on him. He's ready to go. <laughs> I will say this. I was just playing around. Phil has more MMA knowledge than almost anybody that I know. Swear. So, Chip, to your question, we've got our MMA guy. Now, as far as our MMA betting guy. We are working on that as we speak, but we're putting together a team. Now, you guys are amazing because you know this. We're probably the only show in America, maybe the world, that actually takes your suggestions and puts them into action. How about how do we feel about this one before I get my, my golf picks? So we have Howie Wowies. Robert says, fill my cup with football knowledge. That's all I've got, Coach Phil. Nice. That's, that would be an amazing segment. Fill my cup? 
Uh, yeah, anything you guys got, I'll do all the segments. You know, you know me. I'm like Dolby Digital Surround Sound. I'll talk about anything. So you just give me the time. You tell me what to do. I'll press play, and we're ready to roll. I'd be careful uh, with that phrase on a T-shirt. I would. <laughs> you gotta be. You, hey, you gotta be careful with your phrasing around everything these days. You know, you I mean, you, trust me about this. I mean, you gotta keep your head in a swivel. <laughs> also, we are gonna have social media exclusive picks. We're gonna have social media exclusive videos. Uh, you've already seen. Uh, our senior brand manager, how good our social media looks at IG. Follow us there. The X, follow us there. And so you don't ever miss anything. Subscribe to this channel so you know exactly where all of our shows uh, resonate. Now, Driving the Line Golf, it is live in your feed right now. We taped it on Tuesday. We are live every single week at 3 p.m. Eastern time. A ton of tournament picks there. But I've got three round one picks right here and right now. And this week, it's three different courses. So you really got to do your homework out there in the desert. It's about two hours from where I'm sitting right now. It's not a high-energy tournament by any stretch of the imagination. And rookies and players that have not played there a lot normally do not do well. So here's what I like. You give me Scotty Scheffler. Anytime less than 150 in a round matchup, I'm taking it. I don't care who it's against. This man has come out of the blocks and played amazing golf the last couple of months. Even when he hasn't been playing, he's played well, played awesome in Tigers tournament. So I love Scheffler, even though Canley's had a great history here. I like him minus 140 again, first round only. Then Jason Day, he won in December with Lydia Ko in the LPGA PGA event, which I loved. So he's playing well. He's got a new uh, gear sponsor. He just left Nike. He feels excited. I like him over Sam Burns today. Sam Burns, haven't seen him for like five months. I don't even know what he's doing. So I'll take a guy that has been playing against a guy that hasn't been playing. Then finally, this one's more of a gut for me. Justin Thomas, minus 125 over Wyndham Clark. There's been a lot of rumors out there that the U.S. Open champion, Clark, has been mulling an offer over to go to live golf, just like John Rahm did. John Rahm normally does really well in this tournament. Obviously, he's not in it this year, having taken $300 million plus. Justin Thomas was bitter, bitter that he didn't make it into the opening event in Hawaii, and he's been grinding. You've seen the videos on social media, grinding. This man wants to have a great 2024. I think he comes out of the blocks motivated today, minus 125, over Wyndham Clark. All right, guys, as we wrap it up, our final thoughts. Phil, we're just 48 hours away from what I think is going to be a phenomenal football weekend. The, the football weekend, I mean, we're, we're getting into it. So think about today's Thursday, but games are played Saturday. So today's Friday. It's the last full-speed day for four football teams, and then we get some real football on Saturday. Cannot wait for these shows this weekend. What a, Just what a time to be alive. We got – UFC pay-per-view. We got wild. We got we got divisional weekend. Awesome time. And we can't forget about college basketball because now, Howie, that when football starts to ramp down, it's really when not only the interest, but teams have to start ramping up. We're heading towards the end of January. March Madness is less than two months away. What are you kind of feeling and looking at for college basketball as we move forward? Well, I think it's wide open this year, just seeing what happened last week with the uh top seeds getting knocked off by uh, mostly unranked teams. I mean, it's it's really a wide-open situation where uh, there are really 10 teams that can win the national title. Uh, I think Connecticut right now has caught my eye 
as a team that's going to be very, very dangerous. Nice win over Creighton. And uh, UConn could uh, be the first repeat uh, team since Florida did it in 06 and 07. No, very good. Uh, by the way, and I should have pointed this out. Taylor says, I guess I'm the only one trying to find those last two matchups. Anyone find them. If BetMGM doesn't have them, we go to all the sports books. And I found these at a sports book that I can't really mention right now. And for no other reason than we don't talk about those. But I'll tell you this, that Scheffler against anybody in first round, take it. As long as it's minus 150 or below. Jason Day in the first round, take him. I'm betting on the players, not so much the opponents today. So if you don't have these exact matchups, I'm okay with it. But they do exist, I promise you, because I did find them. So I apologize for that. I'll make sure and tell you where we get those picks from. A.B., your final thoughts as we head into a busy Thursday and tomorrow because you and I have gotten so many. I, I can't get any more emails about uh, Horner's Corner. He'll be back Friday. Jacob killing the soccer. He'll be back Friday. They're throwing our schedule off that they're demanding to be on the show Friday. They are, and we love it, even though you're right. All right, it is daunting to see all of them coming in, but you also love it because we have all of this coming and setting up, and it's going to be fantastic. Everyone in the crew is going to love it, and I'll leave you with this. Games at M&T Bank Stadium this season, home of the Baltimore Ravens, have averaged 49.7 points per game. So keep an eye on the weather. If it's decent, it could be a lot of points. We absolutely love doing this every single day. I cannot tell you how much joy I have sitting here every single day with my buddies and with all of you who are friends and family as well. So remember, we are here every single weekday at 10 a.m. Eastern time, driving the line golf every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And of course, follow us on social media, please, because there you're going to get so much more content all day long. We grind. Nobody's on this team that doesn't want to work. Nobody's on this team that doesn't want to grind. And nobody's on this team that doesn't want to pull in the same direction. So with all that being said, thank you to Clear Golf for all the gear today. Oh, no, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire team, damn it, do I love them all. My man, Howie Schwab, the legend. My man, Coach Phil, digging in to the divisional weekend. And my five-tool player, A.B., running everything here at the brand. And our team behind the scenes, second to none. They're phenomenal. You put it all together, that's what we do. <clears throat> I am simply the coach. Trying to keep this train on said track. We grind for you so we can win with you. It's truly what we're all about right here at driving the line. Good luck.